Blog Talk Radio. Mars Miller Motivation. Go get it. Hello, 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 and welcome, everybody. Uh, today we're doing a special uh, clubhouse meeting. Uh, we're going to discuss standing tall in the midst of a storm. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller, and people today is going to be a a real, uh, really good experience. I think people are going to get some, something that they really need, uh, that they're really going to enjoy uh, putting into uh, action. But before I go any further, before I uh, start beating the drum too fast, I submit this experience to God's Holy Spirit so that we all get what we came for, and that is indeed a move of his spirit. People, thank you for this opportunity to discuss with you standing tall in the midst of a storm. Now, one thing I'll tell you, people, is this. Going through a storm may not feel good. It may not feel pleasant. It may not feel like, you know, things are going the way you think they ought to go. But when we get through today, I'm going to give you some uh some tips, some opportunities to take a look at the storm in a different light and understand that sometimes the storm really comes because you pray for something that you needed and this storm came to provide it. Whether it makes sense or not in the, in the interim, I think by the end you'll get it. But again, before I go any further, I, I want to say this. I am thankful for uh, my Blog Talk Radio audience uh, the, who's also listening in on this uh, clubhouse and uh, just looking forward to meeting new people, encouraging more people, and helping people live a life of their dreams. Because I say it like this often, that the life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. That's worth repeating. The life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. And you're going to hear me say that a lot. You're going to hear me throughout this time together. You're going to hear me come back to that moment because I want you to get this. That living a life of your dreams is not a burden. And it's not something that you, you have to put off to a, another time or put on the back burner. Living the life of your dreams is an everyday thing. And no matter what happens, no matter what shows up, you living the life of your dreams has nothing to do with anybody else or any other thing. It's about you and your decision to live life on terms. So what I want to do, first and foremost, is I want everybody to just, uh, I want to clear the air for a second. I want everybody to think about something that we that they really want, that they really want to manifest, that they really want to see come to fruition in their lifetime in a right now kind of way, not not something that's five years off, not something that's three years off, not something that's two years off, not something a year off. I'm talking about something that you want now. And I want you to get an image of that thing that you really want or really need. It could be healing. It could be uh, you know, getting uh, resources to take care of a, a debt, whatever the case may be. I want you to see yourself in possession of that thing. I want you to see yourself in possession of everything that matters to you because honestly it matters what you see and what you see, you, you have the potential to manifest. So you have to watch what you're seeing. So this is why we're going to talk today diligently about changing your view about the storm because I want you to get this. So what I want you to do is just, like I said, take a look at some of the things that you really want to manifest, the good things you want to manifest. Not, 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 no stress involved here. No stress involved. Just peaceful things. Just things that you want to see um, 
manifest for you. Like I said, it could be a, I don't know what it could be for you. It could be a, a, to manifest a, some healing in your body or to see a loved one a happy, whatever the case may be. And so I want you to see yourself with in possession of the thing that you truly want. And I want you to think about how good it feels to see yourself in possession of that thing that you truly want. Like I said, it could just be peace in your house. I, like I said, this is not something that's long, that's far off. I want you to look at something that you can, you can manifest almost instantaneously. And once you have a, a huge picture of that image in your mind, in your imagination, I just want you to hold on to it. I just want you to hold on to it. We'll come back to this as I get uh, further into uh, the lesson. But one thing at first I want to talk to you about is um, in, in dealing with storms. Now, a lot of times people take storms for um, that something bad is going on, that, you know, they're being punished, they're being rebuked. In reality, many times storms come to be a blessing to you. Now, some of the things that may happen during the midst of the storm may not seem like a blessing, but when you look at the bigger picture, you, you have to understand what's coming, what's coming out of the storm. For instance, right now where we are in uh, – in 2021, you know, we're dealing with one of the most um, devastating pandemics in, uh, in mankind, timing. But one thing for certain is that many people who have been, been affected by this, we, we've lost some people, and it's been, it's been a heartbreaking thing. But then there's the other side of it. If we are able to to maintain our health, if we are are we are doing the things that are necessary to maintain our health, and we are doing the things that are necessary to uh, maintain our households, and we are doing the things that are necessary to stay as safe as possible, whether you choose the vaccine, take the vaccination or not, because we are on the other side of the pandemic, or we, we're heading towards the other side of the pandemic. We owe it to the people that that did indeed lose their battle with this uh, pandemic to make something special as a reminder of what we've gone through, to make something special uh, manifest as a reminder of what we have endured. And that's why today I want to talk to you about standing tall in the midst of a storm, because I believe that I can assist you I can sit us all in, in just understanding that trials and tribulations, they do come. That's, that was promised to us in the Bible. You're not going to get away from uh, trials. You're not going to get away from tribulations. You're not going to get away from obstacles. You're not going to get away from adversity. It's coming. If you're not experiencing adversity right now, don't worry. You're on a schedule. It's coming. And that's not a bad thing. Adversity is not necessarily a bad thing. You don't know how, how high you can fly until you're challenged. Kites don't fly when the wind is not blowing. They, they fly against the wind. Big ships in the ocean, they have to have turbulence in the, in the water in order to make those waves. Peace on the water for a ship means that the ship does not move. It's when that storm comes to disrupt the peace of, that, of the sea, you get the energy that's necessary, you get the, the, mo- the things that are necessary to move the ship forward. Consider yourselves, consider ourselves all part of a ship, and we're trying to move towards something beautiful. We're trying to move towards something great. 
we need turbulence in the water. We need, te- we need turbulence in the sea to move us forward. Or if we're just sitting there comfortably just I mean, enjoying the sun, that's not what ships do. Ships are designed to sail. They're not, they're not designed to just stand there in the middle of the sea. So in order to, for us to sail, we have, there will be adversity that comes. So let's get that understood first and foremost. There must be turbulence in the water to move the ship. Again, it may not feel good. In some instances, the turbulence may be a little bit more intense than others. But there must be some sort of disruption in the sea in order for us to move to get to our destination. So remember that in, in dealing with tri- uh, trials and tribulations, again, there's got to be a side, there's got to be something up, uh, in this storm that's for me. And I want you to start saying it to yourself. There's something in this storm for me. There's something in this storm for me. There is something in this storm for me. There is something in this storm for you. Whether you know it or not, whether you can accept it right now or not, there's something in this storm that is for you. That is coming to be a blessing to you. That's coming to change the way your life has been operating for since you've known it. That there's such a paradigm shift that's happening right now that we don't have any choice but to change. Some of the stuff that we've been doing up to now, it doesn't benefit where we want to go. It doesn't help us even get to where we want to go. So here comes the storm that gets us to change the way we view life completely. Some people, here's another thing. Some people have been praying for a change. They may not realize what they were praying for and how they were praying, that the change that was coming was coming this way. That's another thing. A lot of times what we're praying for brings on the storm. So that means that if that storm comes and you've been praying, there's something in that storm for you. And I want you to just hold on. If you don't remember anything else I've said, I want you to hold on to that one piece of information, that one piece of wisdom. There's something in this storm for me. There is something in this storm for me. There is something in this storm for you. Just this week, I've had, some, I had several trials that, that appeared at my doorstep. Un, unannounced, I didn't know they were coming. And they were intense trials. Taught me what I, what I immediately thought of is that I've been praying for some really big things to happen in my career, for some really big things to happen for my family, for some really big things to happen for, for just how we do business. And I had, to, I had to think immediately. I've been Since I've been praying for these things, the storm may be containing the thing I need. And in many instances, it, 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 it was. I was able to actually get quiet and look at what was happening, understood that something that I had been praying for were right in the middle, in the eye of the storm. They were right in the eye of the storm. From looking at it with the eyes of, oh my God, we're in the middle of the storm. Oh my God, right what I'm, just what I've been praying for is right there in the eye of that storm. Let it, let it do what it needs to do. Let it, let it, let it come. Say it's coming to pass. That's another thing about the storm. It does not come to stay. It comes to pass. So as it's passing, I mean, it's taking something with it that I may not need. I mean, it's taking something with it that we probably should have been have let go of a long time ago anyway. You know, a lot of times, you know, when you see when trials and tribulations do occur, they make you realize what do you really need. You know, sometimes you have to let go of stuff. Sometimes you have to let go of people. Sometimes you have to let go of places. And you'll ask yourself this question, like, did I really need that anyway? 
right? Now, now I'm not saying this to be callous about the losses that we have endured as a result of this pandemic, because you can't put a price tag on on the lives of the people that we've loved and lost. You can't put um, a monetary value on that. Not even significant. Even though you know many people may have insurance, you can't truly put a value or a price tag on someone's life. The the what they mean to us is way more important than just money in the bank or a check or anything like that. So don't, I don't want anybody to think I'm being callous there. I'll say that again. I want you to truly understand. I want you to truly understand that it is up to you. It's up to me. It's up to each and every one of us to look in the storm, to look at when the storm comes and decide how we're going to uh, proceed. Some people may go and get an umbrella and just say, hey, I still got to get to work. They may put on some, uh, you know, it may be a snowstorm. So you got to put on, uh, you got to put on boots. You got to put on extra layers of clothing. And some people see the storm and they they retreat. I told somebody this the other day that that the bed should be a reward for the day that that you've had. It shouldn't be a place of retreat. That I should, I should have a reward waiting for me in the shape of my bed at the end of the, and in my day for everything that I've done, everything I've accomplished today. I shouldn't be retreating to my bed because I don't want to deal with what's going on. Because again, the trials, the tribulations, they come, they're going to come. And if you haven't, if you're not experiencing them, they're coming. You're on schedule. Don't worry about it. You're, you're on the, you're, they know where you are. But what I want you to see is this is that as you keep standing up, it's just like dealing with a bully sometimes. It's just like dealing with a bully. If you stand up to the bully, eventually the bully's going to stop. It could be that this storm is bringing about necessary change. Again, it's helping you see yourself where you are, and you get a chance to decide, is this the person I want to be, or do I want to be somebody different? Do I want to be the person that I know I've been called to be? You know, sometimes some storms don't don't come from Mother Nature. They come from uh, sometimes we we make bad decisions and we we sow the seed for a storm. You know, you may forget to pay make a payment on something, but the person you're supposed to pay, they know where you stay at. Or it could be that you were supposed to do something days ago, and you allowed yourself to get too busy. But you, there was a deadline, and the fallout from that is something that is a consequence now. It could be a storm, but it's a storm that we invited. So some storms are, are because we invite them through carelessness or through negligence or through just not understanding. Through, I would call it ignorance. Some storms are they come to us because we prayed for some for change, and sometimes the only way change comes is through the storm. And so one thing I want you definitely to understand is this. In many situations, the storm is a beautiful thing. And here's why. Here's one thing I want you to take a look at. There is nothing that ends a drought quite like a storm. There is nothing ends a drought quite like a storm. I'll say it again. There is nothing that ends a drought quite like a storm. You look at, I remember 
some of us are old enough to remember 1988. 1988 was a really tough year for the agricultural uh, community because it did not rain for quite a while throughout that summer. And a lot of farmers lost crops. A lot of farmers, you know, had to basically give up their farms because they, they weren't able to produce anything because there was no rain. They weren't able to get water from normal locations because rain wasn't coming to replenish. I think it was like a 100-day drought that destroyed many crops. But when the rain finally showed up, it was like the most wonderful thing that ever happened. And then it rained for several days, and it kept raining, it kept raining. And some farmers were able to weather that storm, so to speak. Now, for some people, having rain for consecutive days may be, you know, a, a miserable experience. But for a farmer who had had rain in over 100 days, and the sun is just baking crops out there in, in the fields, that's, that storm that you despise, they are loving it. That's another thing I want you to understand. Sometimes the very storm that you despise, somebody else needed. The very thing that you that you are afraid of, somebody else is is absolutely standing in belief, saying, "I gotta have this." So that means that we have to be careful how we look at the storm. Again, I want to I'm, I'm I'm talking in circles. It seems like, but I'm hitting the same point. I want you to change your view of the storm. I want you to change how the storm how you take the storm on. I want you to understand that you have the right, well, something like this, you have the right to feel any way you want to feel. And since you have the right to feel any way you want to feel, you might as well feel empowered. You might as well feel happy. You might as well feel, you know, prosperous. And use that energy to take on your life, to take on things that show up. For instance, I say I got hit with a couple storms this week, and they were uh, they were very intense. They weren't they weren't they weren't lightweight. It was like stepping in the ring with Mike Tyson and and forgetting that you're in the ring with Mike Tyson. And I'm not talking about Mike Tyson. They just just fought a couple months ago. I'm talking Mike Tyson in the, in his twenties. And you know you know he's there, but you you forget he's not, you forget he's there for a second. That's what he does. That's what it felt like. So if they used the smelling sauce and brought me back around. I was able to see, wow, some of the things I've been believing for are really at hand. They're really starting to manifest. And and if you take a look at what's coming as a challenge or as a battle, as a as a fight, you may be missing the blessing that's coming for you. You may be missing the very thing that's coming to set you free. I've had I've learned this even in my in interactions with um with people who don't see things the way I see things or um, in dealing with government and politics. I work in, also work in government and politics. And one thing I've noticed is that many times, let's, let's take a look at a protest, for instance. Protests happen because somebody somewhere got fed up with, with the way things were happening in status quo, like the way they're happening for everybody right now. And so protesters get together and they say, you know what, we're going we're gonna to demonstrate and let you know that we understand that this is what's going on right now can change. It should change. And we're going to hold you accountable to let you know that we're watching you. And that's a healthy discourse for, for every uh, American inside of a, uh, a democracy. You have a right to do that. That's your right. 
Where it becomes a problem is that when violence enters the picture, because protesters don't protest. What it, protesters aren't violent. Rioters are violent. It becomes a riot once you start attacking people and burning stuff down, and that's a whole other ballgame. That's, that's illegal. That's, that's not that's, – that's a whole other ballgame. So some people don't see the difference. They say, well, it's all, it's all lumped in together. But one of those things is standing up for their rights, and one of those things is some people who are taking advantage of the opportunity to call the scene. Both the storms with two different intentions. One intention is I just want to stand up to the stand up for what I believe in. The other one is I'm going to use the energy of the people who are standing up for what they believe in and make and use it as my platform to cause destruction. Two storms, two different intentions. One storm brings about change, one storm brings about a, a war. So again, other thing you have is your intention or the intention of people around you. So you you don't entrust yourself to everybody when you're in the midst of a storm because some people's intention for what's going on does not include you. So you have to be very careful how you share your information, how you, how you, who you partner with, because who you partner with, you become, whether you like it or not. Who you partner with, you become. You know, all of a sudden, you know, you, you say, well, I'm my own person, this, that, and the other. Well, if you're a partner with somebody, you you have created a new a new there's a new creation so to speak, and that new creation has a has a whole different intention by itself. So if that person's out there doing X Y and Z. You are also accountable because you're a partner with them. So you have to be careful what you partner with. And when you're in the midst of a storm, you don't need to be partnered with somebody who's going in a, a divergent uh, direction. You want to go with somebody who who understands that we can get through this. You know you don't want anybody that's going to go and stick their head in the sand either, because they're scared like a, a ostrich. You want to be with somebody who who is looking and saying, hey, you know what? In this storm, I'm going to find God. I'm going to find out what's, what's for me in this storm. Again, whenever the challenges arise, I want you to ask yourself, what's in this storm for me? Because I, I guarantee you will find something that is for you in that storm. I guarantee that you will find something that's in that storm that is for you. And so another, another uh, idea I want to share with you is that storms often come to cleanse, reset, and heal. Storms often come to cleanse, reset, and heal. So in essence, when a storm comes or when a trial comes, when a tribulation comes, when it shows up, if I'm able to, to see what's in it for me, I can allow it to cleanse me. I can allow it to reset where, where I may have been. I can allow it to even heal some areas that, that I didn't know need to be healed or that do need to be healed. And I, I cannot accept this, this moment to uh, heal, to get over some things, to get beyond some things, to put some things to sleep. You know, there's nothing, it's nothing wrong with um, self-reflection. Again, like, unfortunately, sometimes when it, we, we may lose a loved one or a relationship doesn't go the way we expect it, it gives us an opportunity to, to look at ourselves. It gives us an opportunity to be able to imagine ourselves in a different light. And so, again, storms oftentimes come to cleanse, reset, and heal. So, if you, again, if you're looking at it from uh, what's in this for me or how – allow it to cleanse, reset, and heal. Uh, another – 
point I want to bring out is that sometimes, and I've said this before, sometimes the very storm that you may be crying over may be the very storm that somebody else is praying for. So we have to also understand that on the other side of town, somebody's going through something that you know not of. It can be very hurtful what they're going through. It can be very disappointing what they're going through. And they needed something to, to, to kind of slow down the pain to, so they can actually just catch their breath and, and, and reset and reload. And a storm comes, a trial comes that, that shuts everything down for a minute, like this pandemic, for instance. I guarantee you, and I've spoken to several people, some of my coaching clients as well, that many people were, have been thriving and prospering through this, this very pandemic that a lot of people say have, have destroyed, you know, a, a lot of things. A lot, there are a lot of people who did not, were, do not have that same testimony. Let's, let's put that, make that straight. A lot of people don't have the same testimony that this was a blessing for them or in their, in their own eyes. But what I will say to you is this, is that for myself, I'll speak for myself on this one. There were some things that was just spinning so fast, and I couldn't seem to slow them down. I couldn't seem to get a grip on them. And we were, when we were able, when we were able to slow down for just a second, not be worried about uh, capitalism and making tons of money and this and the other, and we were able to be humans again. We were able to, to be compassionate towards each other again. There were some things in my own life that were I was able to get a full grip on. Instead of having to be, you know, in five meetings, I was able to slow down and act with my newborn. I was just able to spend time with my wife, able to spend time with my family in moments where normally we'd be on the go. Every one of us was running somewhere on, on, on the other side of the state in the same day. And we come back home and then do it all over again tomorrow. But I was able to s- slow down and and... and See life differently. I was able to enjoy, you know, watching my my son become, watching him, you know, learn to take his first steps and, you know, say his first word, which was dad, by the way, <laughs> um, and just I was able to bask in that moment. But I also understand that for some small business owners, like that own maybe own restaurants or own uh, service based businesses where they weren't allowed to have customers, it may have been very difficult for them. And they may not, be, may not have been looking at the blessing that came with their storm for the, for, because of what they could see. And there's no knock on them. And I'm not trying to, again, make light of anybody's plight in this situation. But in the same sense, this, this, this particular storm, also, no matter how, how bad it looks in the media, no matter how bad it looks for in the news, it also brought some blessings with it. And so we have to continue to, to uh, allow ourselves to see the storm from a, from a different set of eyes. Compassionate in, in the sense that, you know, again, somebody may have lost something that they really loved. They may have lost someone that they really loved. They may have lost things that they never, they, that they worked their whole lives to get. But there's also a blessing in there. And we have, to, we have to be on making sure that we find the blessing, that we find the God in this situation. God, what, what did you put in this situation for me? What did you put in this storm for me? Take me to the eye of the storm and show me what's in this for me. And so another thing I want to leave with you is that um, I, did, I said this already as well. Ships require waves to travel 
ships require waves to travel, and storms oftentimes provide those waves. What happens is that on a peaceful sea, a ship doesn't sail. That water has to be turbulent in order for there to be movement, in order for that, that ship to make it to its destination. Again, what's in this storm for me? What's in this storm for me? And were you able to put yourself, to advance yourself? A lot of people who who run small businesses, last year, if you were in business, you had all your, you had had an LLC, at least an LLC and an EIN, which is um, an employer identification number. If you had just those two things, an LLC and a EIN, actually also a third thing, a bank account for your business. If you had those three things intact, you could have at least and oh, a fourth thing, and you had been in business before January 30th of 2020. The SBA was giving away money. You could have gotten at least $1,000 for each employee that you had in your business. No questions asked. No, you don't have to pay it back. Just, just get it. At least a grand. Now, I know a grand may not seem like much to, to most, but in, in the grand, grand scheme of things, it can change something. It might pay a couple bills here. It might, it might make, put you in a position to do something else that you don't have to come out of your pocket for now. These are the things that we have to look at. This very storm put business, some small businesses in position to, to really get it, slow down the movements of day-to-day life and start seeing how they could partake in the American dream, how they could partake in uh, American economics and capitalism. It's sometimes... We just have to be prepared for what's – you know, sometimes you know, our parents will tell us to prepare for a rainy day. Today, here we are. The rain is here. And many people didn't have, don't have adequate rain gear. But thank God we get a chance that – you can hear my voice. We get, we've gotten a chance to have a reset, to be able to restart, and the playing field is going to change. Some of us are going to come out of this. And our lives and our generations are going to be completely different now. Some of us are going to actually be able to put ourselves in position to create generational wealth, that our children and our children's children won't have to worry about the same drama that we worried about financially, physically, emotionally, because we're going to be able to put them in a different position. Because we were, if, if, even if you weren't ready, you had the audacity to ask for help. You had the audacity to listen to, to wisdom. That's what a storm really does. It'll quiet you down. Because sometimes we're a little bit too too pompous, and we're a little bit too headstrong, and we're a little bit too uh, too eager to hear our own voice and not listen to wisdom. Sometimes the storm puts you in a situation where the only thing you can listen to, the only thing you can hear is wisdom. You know, a lot of people a lot a lot of people uh, will will complain um, that some that churches weren't able to open up. And the one thing that I'll say is this. Is that even ministry had to get had to change? It had to be it had to adapt to where to go where the people were, which is what ministry technically is about. It's going where the people are and ministering to them at where they are. If they're at home, then we need to figure out how to get to them at home. Instead of worrying about the building, 
Let's go to the people. A lot of entrepreneurs have uh, uh, information entrepreneurs have, have been knowing this for years. Life coaches have been knowing this for years. You can't necessarily get everybody to come to a conference, but you can't you can't talk to them via email, send them a newsletter. You can't talk to them via social media. You can't talk you can engage them in multiple ways. You don't always have to get them to come to your location. So this storm has taught a lot of us to take take the pump, get off that pompous uh, throne that we may have been on, and and get back to a place of service because the greatest among you will be your servant. If you're going to effectively serve the people, you have to go where they are. And you have to talk to them where they are and show them a better way. If, if, there's a, if a better way exists and they're open to it, then you can show it to them versus mandating that they come to a location, which for all intents and purposes in this season has been unsafe. And then you also see people who have in the storm didn't change. This storm came for us to make a change. We had to make a change now. We can't make a change three years from now. We got to change now. And some people can't change. So when we were quarantining in place, they were still trying to go out and have fun at at clubs and have parties. If they couldn't go to a club, they created a club in their backyard with people that were unsafe, that no mask, no, no social distancing, and no vaccine in sight. So some people, when the storm comes, it, it gives you the opportunity to reset, but if you can't reset, then you put yourself at risk of of perishing. And then, unfortunately, the people that are connected to you, like I said before, what you are partnered to, you become. If you are partnered to someone who has been recklessly living their life in this season, going to parties, going to places where you know you can't uh, really protect yourself, not wearing a mask, not staying, uh, not socially distancing. That person can literally bring a, a on back onto the people that they love a storm that they didn't need to be involved in. Like I said, some storms aren't necessarily coming for your good. But the ones that are, we're able to, to look at them and look at the eye of the storm and say, God, what's in this for me? Show me what this storm has come to bring to me. I want you if you if you don't take anything away from me, I want you to start looking at the storms that come up in your life and ask God to show himself to you in that storm. What I want you to to all do is this. In the beginning of this session, I ask you to take a look at something that you needed to manifest now. And like I said, it could be healing, it could be uh to mend relationships, it could be to pay some bills, whatever the case may be. But I don't want you to get caught up on what, on, on if it may, whether it's hard or easy. I just want you to, to accept the fact that this is something that you want to see manifest. And what I offer to you is this. It's my trademark statement. It's my patented statement. The life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. The life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. And no matter what the storm is, no matter what comes to, to disrupt and, and dislodge you from your dreams, the life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. And sometimes that's the only thing you're going to have to hold on to when the storm comes and when the, when the wind is raging and when people are saying you can't and when people are saying that you shouldn't and when people are saying, you, I don't know why you think you can do that, that you have to hold on to the fact that your, the life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. 
because sometimes you're the only person that's going to believe. Sometimes you're the only person that's going to believe in what God has given you to manifest in this world. And that's all you need. That's all you need. Because at some point, the people who, who, who are knocking you now, they need to see the thing manifest too. They need to see how big and bad God is for you too. They need to see how big and bad that you really are. They need to know that you are who God says you are. Now, they don't have to agree with anything. But sometimes, man, when they see it in, in their face, they can't deny it. And if you deny it at that point, that's just on you. But you have to hold on to it. You can't let go of your dreams. You can't let go of your business. You can't let go. You've got to hold on. No matter what the storm looks like, no matter what it looks like outside, the life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. And no matter what the naysayers say, and no matter what people tell you is uh, not uh, God for you, the life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. And I don't care if, if people want to uh, have a party together and start tag team and telling you why you can't manifest the things that you want to manifest. The life of your dream is wonderful, and you deserve it. And if you're the only person that believes it, then you silence, you silence the crowd. You go get alone, and you look in the mirror, and you start telling yourself the life of your dream, excuse me, the life of my dream is wonderful, and I deserve it at that point. The life of my dream is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dream is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dream is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dream is wonderful, and I deserve it. Eventually, some of these storms will have to start stepping back. You'll turn the storm. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy is coming in the morning. And, and, and so also in all things, you give thanks. So gratitude is also the a, a thing that will help push back the storm. But it also, it, again, it shows you, it gives you, puts you in position to say, God, what's in this storm for me? How can I find you in this storm? The life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. I want you to manifest everything beautiful that you can ever think of, that you can never imagine, that you can never hope for. I want to see you bring it to life because I'm believing in you. And if nobody else believes in you, if nobody else says it to you, I'm saying to you right now, the life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. And no matter what happens, don't you ever give up. Don't you ever quit on your dreams because guess what? Somebody out there right now needs you to manifest the things you're dreaming about because you were the specific person placed on this earth to bring it to pass. And if you leave, it doesn't come to pass. You know, a lot of times I've heard this in churches and, and, and many places I've been where people say God doesn't need you. And that's not true. Anything that you see has a purpose. That includes each and every one of us. In order for some things to come to life, there has to be somebody who has the purpose to bring it to life. Let's look at it like this. Many people out here are, are, that are listening to this are probably parents. And there's nobody on the face of this planet that's going to bring to life your children but you. But you. But you. There's nobody else on the face of this planet that's going to bring those children to life but you. So, too, are your dreams. There's nobody on the face of the planet that can bring, bring to life those dreams, those goals, those ambitions. And if we don't have you operating in a space where you feel comfortable to bring those things to life, we all miss out. 
So with that in mind, people, I want, I'm going to leave you with this. The life of your dream is wonderful and you deserve it. Uh, my motto, my mantra, my mantra, my motto, don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. And for uh, those people who are listening, I'm going to, the people on Clubhouse, I'm going to stay around for a few moments, but the people who are listening on Blog Talk Radio, I'm going to say goodbye to you right now. Uh, thank you for uh, tuning in. Uh, we look forward to doing more of these with you. Um, God bless you. I love you. And I'll see you uh, again very soon. Uh, for our people on, on Clubhouse, we're going to go, I'm going to take a few questions. I've asked a few questions. Mark Miller, motivation. Go get it.